All right. Happy Wednesday. It's another amazing conversation with the Media Monsters. Are you ready? Rawr. You should be. Last week, we were on the road a lot. Not just one road, but all the roads. And uh, we actually left our home states. So I live in Houston, Texas. Jeremy lives up in the Minneapolis, Minnesota area. St. Joseph, to be exact. Um, unless you move to an undisclosed location, you're always you're everywhere, Jeremy. You've been like to the lake and been to the beach in the last quarter. I mean, I can't I can't even you, keep up with you. I love it. Well, you know, you can do media from anywhere. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> We're being the example out here of what it looks like to be a real media monster mm. and take it on the road or take it on vacation. Yeah. I mean, you really can't leave it home. Just sitting there dreaming of another life, right? You can, I mean, you can have what you want. So... Yeah, this episode we want to talk and share you know, some of our experiences in California. And the reason why we went out there, well, part of it was vacation, but part of it was um, kind of work. And part of it was because we took the initiative and started Monumental Voice Media. And because of that, that allowed us to go. I, I remember at one point and look up during the trip and I'm like, Jeremy, can you believe like we created something and created a company that sent us to California to go do cool stuff with other cool people? Yeah. And it turned out to be even cooler. I think I'm still kind of floating a little bit on cloud nine <laughs> and we got back a couple of days ago. And so that feels even more amazing. And, you know, just having seen how people are working in the media industry and what the power of that can be. Um, we had a great opportunity to hang out with our friend and colleague, Tony, and he's built something really cool out there just using the power of his network and showing up and partnering with other people specifically in this case with the CT 101 and blue who owns that with his co-host uh, Joe Grande, which CT 101 is actually cannabis talk 101, which is one of the top podcasts and it's supported and syndicated by iHeartRadio. And so I think we're going to talk a little bit about, what the power of that was and maybe where they began to me even allow that to be something that could be created. Yeah. It's amazing too. And this is, and this is indicative and uh, we've talked about this before. If you think of yourself, I mean, nowadays you look at it and you're like, Oh, look at all the, you know, pretty people on Instagram and I could never do that. Or you see Joe Plummer out there making jokes or you see beard products for men, or you see somebody doing a makeup demonstration. It's, those people aren't doing that because they're extremely vain. I'm sure part of them are like, no, I really like the way I look on camera. I'm really good at it. And, and the audience comes because they like the way I look too. But there's a deeper purpose. And a lot of it is think of yourself as like an extension of a media company. You are your own media company. Um, it's no different than um, I remember there's a moment in the airport on the way back and, and the lady's like, you're a drummer. And I'm like, Jeremy, how did she know that? And, <laughs> you know, like it's some big mystery. And I'm like, what would give her a clue? Is it his height? Did he just have that look like he likes to bang on things and make noises or is it something else? And, and what would you tell me? Um, I just had a pair of drumsticks in my backpack. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes the simplest form and the simplest answer and the simplest approach to share your message or your brand is the easiest. And she was excited. I like literally made her day like drummers just don't come through the TSA line very often. 
You know, it's great too. The the lady in the next TSA line, because I went through a separate one, we we're moving pretty quick through there. But she looked at me and goes, so are you in the band too? I'm like, yeah, I guess you could say that. But <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I guess you could say I'm in the band. But, you know, I said, no, I just have the hair. I'm his groupie. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm rolling no, with the drummer. No, he's not a groupie. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. It was really great. And, you know, from from a, a media perspective and business perspective, it's it's great to see because, you know, I think when you think of like, LA and you think of Hollywood and you think of glitz and glamour and you think of YouTubers and people that are inspirational, people that are doing big things behind bright lights. It, it looks a lot different. It looks very, very different. And our trip to the CT 101 studio was interesting. And I was, I was curious to know how it was set up. I thought, man, this is great. If you just create a podcast, do a really good job, maybe somebody will come and pick you up and they'll hire you directly. That is nothing further. I mean, that's not, not not even close to the to how it works out there. Um, things are very very different, and and we found that you know when we were talking to Blue Blue Chris Wright is his name, but back in the day Chris Wright used to open up for uh, he was signed to Death Row Records, and back in the nineties, and he used he was like an opening talent, opening act when they went on tours for like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Wake up, wake up, wake up, the first of the month. Um, you know, they're pretty prolific. They're still touring now. They've had like a resurgence and a revival. But um, one of the most popular bands of and memorable two of the 1990s. And he was doing he was like an opening act for a lot of those people met a lot of famous people. And this was something that just kind of he got into the cannabis industry and was working out there in California. It's not a problem in other states. They're still they're coming online slowly. Um, but he made a name for himself in that industry along with his family. And he basically took the flagpole and marched it to the top of the hill and became an outspoken advocate for it. So they keep up with the, with the laws. They have attorneys and growers and, and suppliers and vendors from all aspects. Think about it. From any product that, that is created or developed or invented probably has about 5,200 different products that can plug into it, either as an accessory or as a nice add-on. So... When we got in there, um, iHeartRadio, some of the shows that you listen to, they are usually owned by the people that are hosting them. Mm-hmm. And that was that was amazing because how many how many staff would you say that he had when we walked in his building? I think there was about eight to ten. I feel like there's like eight to ten staff people that were kind of part of his team. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um so, you know, we, we got to sit in the back and it was kind of an experience. It was different. You walk in, the front part is business. The back part is party, right? It's the flash. It's the lights. It's the relaxation. And I remember me and Jeremy, we walked in and there's a nice kitchen that had a big fridge on one side, that a place where you could cook, that a stove and they had a microwave and all the amenities that you would need in a nice, comfortable home. And um, then there was the studio that was to the far back of the back of the room. It was a good majority of that building. So, you know, I know we looked out back to, and there's a big bus. There's a big tour bus. It was one of four tour buses that they have located mm-hmm. across the United States, which is pretty interesting. So, you know, it's a form of media, you know, there's graphics that are involved and, you know, just wanted to share like one of the opportunities right now, more than ever, it's not, not for the aim to be on iHeartRadio, but there are people that will come and listen and support what you do. I know that particular show is, I think, 14 million verified downloads, um, and they get quite a few listeners every single week on that show. 
Yeah. I mean, and they've grown it and it's been over 14 years yeah. that they've been growing it. And so it wasn't like something that happened. A lot of people talk about their podcast and they're like, how do I grow it to a million followers in a year? Start with a million followers. That would be one. <laughs> However, you it takes time to grow it. You know, he started it as a radio show overnight from midnight to 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. And they got so much traction that they moved him to an afternoon five o'clock slot because they realized how much attention they were getting. And then they moved it into what it is now today where they're recording live shows and they have some of the biggest guests and celebrities from Hollywood and sports and all over coming in to just talk on their show. Yeah, it was amazing. And so while we were there, we got to actually watch them live tape a show, which was a little bit the the introduction to their what they call finance fri finance Friday. Yep, financial Friday. Say that. Yep. Save that five times. Um, <laughs> and that's where, you know, our our friend Tony is the host of that show. And so they were doing kind of the pilot taping of that show to kind of introduce Tony and introduce the Financial Friday and what that was all about, which was great to see and watch it live in action and all they do. And they got multiple cameras going on. They got the lights, the big TV screens. And, you know, they use TVs as kind of the digital background. And so they could have constant motion and they could create energy for the show without it having to be just a stale, static background. Yeah, it was amazing, too. And then when we were done with watching the taping of that, we actually got featured on there, too. So we got featured on uh, Finance, Finance Fridays. So Financial Fridays which basically came off of another podcast and he's still doing it, but it's the insider investor and mm -hmm. Tony shows all about financing. It's all about investments and things like that. So it's a really sharp guy, probably one of the smartest people that I know. Um, and it was, it was cool to be featured on that and it was different watching it versus being there with them on the set. Mm -hmm. So what was, what was your experience with that, Jeremy? I don't know. It felt a little bit like being back on stage just because being a performing drummer, it's, you know, it's lights and cameras and high energy, but, um, a different vibe. It, they really create it conversationally. And, you know, of course they're jabbing at each other and having a good time. And it's about, you know, just kind of talking about the content and having it. It's more interview style. So I just, I mean, I enjoyed it. Nobody, I didn't talk much, which is w the way it usually goes, which is okay. However, it, I mean, the whole experience was great. I loved watching it too. Um, it was like watching a TV show from behind the camera. Mm -hmm. So it felt real live. Um, and then having the experience of actually being on it, which if you're listening or watching this current episode, it is episode two of Financial Friday that we were featured on. So if you want to head over to that and take a listen, make sure you don't miss that one either. Yeah. Make sure you follow those guys online to uh, Tony Kasai, K-A-S-S-A-E-I and uh, the insider investor. And also blue, you'll probably find him on Instagram and um, also Joe Grande. Joe Grande is fantastic. Again, started off in radio a long time ago and uh, you know, the intersection of talented people. It, it, I got to tell you this, as you're working as a creative or whether you're in branding or marketing or anything like that, every single one of your engagements counts. 
And remember that because 10 years from now, you might need to work with the very people that pissed you off the previous 10 years ago, right? Good, bad, or indifferent, you know, keep your negotiations clean and keep your lines of communication open too, because those guys ended up partnering up because Joe Grande just happened to run into to Chris back when um, he was out touring and performing and they came through the radio station on one of the morning shows that he was on, uh, Big Boy's Neighborhood. Uh, Joe had produced that for many, many years and became a staple in the Bay Area. And I got to tell you, they loved him. They loved him to death. So the guy's like a state icon out there in California. People know him nationwide as well, too, now as a result of all that. So um, it was it was fun. And then Jeremy and I got a chance to go ahead to Palmdale. Palmdale is probably about an hour and a hour and a half north of of L.A. Yeah, we got a lot of drive time. We get to see a lot of mountains while we were there. Let's just say that we had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to converse. We didn't. We actually managed not to choke each other. So, I'm, Jeremy, I'm sure yeah. there were a couple times I was close we're to here. No, <laughs> we had just enough separation and just enough room in our and the houses that we were staying in. It was perfect. You know, yeah, it, was it, good. it turned out great. It was a good trip. I think I would kind of like to just end this episode a little bit on the fact that just like thinking about those connections you can make because some of the things in the synergy that we created on this trip ended up being like five and 10 X what we went into the trip thinking. Yeah. And so also being open to that, what does that look like once you enter into a space or you're making a trip or you're creating partnerships and collaborations with other businesses or entities, like be open to the fact that it could look different than it was when you originally talked about it. Yeah. And in our case, it turned out, at least 10 X better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know we're very excited about what those partnerships are going to mean coming into the future and going into next year. Mm-hmm. And so just always keep that in mind, be thinking about it. And like Danny said before, like keep those relationships open and those lines of communications open. Cause you don't ever know when someone might need you or you might need them. Mm. Amen to that. And we'll talk, we'll share more about that. I know that sounds a little vague, but you know, we're still working on some things and I'll just tell you this, that it started with one podcast, one idea, one urge that nudge to push you towards something that you keep thinking of. It keeps showing up in the back of your head, like do it. You should do that. Hey, you know what you're really good at? You should do that thing. Pay attention to those voices because that's where the messages are. They're woven into your DNA and they're telling you, Hey, You've got some work to do, and this is what you came here to do. And you'll know it because it is one of the easiest things in the world. It just, everything falls into place. And what you're also going to realize is that in order for you to go further, you're going to have to go with other people in order to get that done. So, but yeah, I'm excited for us to unleash all the monsters. All the monsters. All the monsters. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure if you're listening to this only in audio, make sure you follow us on YouTube at Media Monsters 1111. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, like, and share this episode with anybody who you think might benefit from it. So until next time. Be a Media Monster. Rawr!